0: Stephen Jill here.
1: Hello. Welcome
0: to The Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Putella. And
1: I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today,
0: Jill and I talk about five ways to seriously increase land value.
1: This will be cool.
0: Say this with confidence. Right. They are not what you think.
1: So, and this is, this is, you bought it, you own it. And now, because you bought it right, you're already gonna make money anyway. Because if you do what we, tell you to do and you follow us basically what we what we show you to do and follow us you're gonna make money anyway but there's ways you can do things things you could do to make even more money and increase your not only your sales I think but also the speed in which you sell things so I love this this was this is all you
0: you know why are we here we're here to make money on land
1: mm-hmm. we're here to
0: uh, create a healthy spread between acquisition price and sales price right. and so these are ways that you can seriously increase that that value.
1: You know, before we get into this, <laughs> I have a pet peeve.
0: Oh sure. But I just wanted I to love this.
1: I wanted to share with the planet. Did I
0: snore or something like no, that? No,
1: it's not you.
0: <laughs> oh god. No, no, first, no, first time oh, ever it's, it's not me. Excellent.
1: That's hilarious. It's not it's there's times it's you but not there's there's a healthy time that it's not you. So don't say that. No, but why do people this is this is this is pertinent because you either are like us or probably want to do this to have your own company.
0: Or you're disgusted by us.
1: Well, I, and if
0: that's the case, which no. I understand, this might not be the show for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wait, my pet peeve is about people who shoot from the hip and they say, oh yeah, I know how to do that. And they've never done it before in their life. We're do you having, have an example? Yeah. yeah. Here's my example. We're having pool work done, which involves draining our pool. And the worker showed up there hooking up the stuff. And he's like, well, I'm gonna leave now. And I'm I'm like, why am I hearing gurgling? I'm literally standing in my entryway, like hearing like a ghost gurgling throughout my home. And I'm like, that can't be right. And so we're walking around the house and he immediately says, unplug the pump. We gotta unplug the pump. And I'm like, yeah. So anyway, now it's it's unfolded. And I, and, and I stood there. In my driveway, before we started the process, asked a couple questions about his experience. I'm like, hey, I'm just he's you know, he's t- explaining something. I'm like, sounds like you really know what you're doing. Like you I said make me feel better. You've probably done this all. He's like, oh yeah, I've done a hundred of these just like this. I'm like, oh good, okay. No, apparently not. So why did so A, I don't know why people do that. This is a whole separate show. And B, don't do this in your own business.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's this the is, takeaway here. This is
1: where, like I tell people, you know, when you answer the phone, is you're getting to learn about properties, don't pretend you know. Just be honest and say, you know what? Excellent question. I'm not sure what's possible with this. I'll, I'll go this. take a look. Well, I'll get to the bottom of it. Or That's here's would... who you call. Either I'll call the county and find out, or here's the number to the county, and here's who you ask, and they'll be able to tell you and answer all your questions.
0: That's why we have tools like Discord and Land right. Academy, or Land Investors. And, and all the of that. show. Yeah
1: to help you with this stuff.
0: Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community, it's free. And I hope you know by now that Jill and I instruct a handful of new and existing Land Academy members in a live class called Career Path. If buying and selling land is your career or you want it to be, shoot us an email at support at landacademy.com to find out uh, where your actual level of involvement is.
1: All right, victor wrote i have a property with two owners that looks like a great deal in all aspects but one of the owners is a real estate agent i'm not sure what to make of this he could be just an agent that does it on the side does not want to sell themselves, or for some reason suspicious um does not know how to sell land that's but i imagine it. he knows land brokers exist have anyone been in a situation like this i've can i oh i see we have got some some comments here, but can well, I, I, I let's, add yours is, yeah,
0: here's his first share. Sure.
1: So I've been in this situation. I've had investors that, so I've had real estate agents that own property that I bought from them very commonly. And the most of the time is, Hey, I bought it so cheap. It's not my thing. This guy rolled it in with this deal. So I just had to buy it and now you're buying it for me. I wish you all the best. It's usually something really simple like that. So not that they're, you know,
0: Josiah says, uh, in response to this question in Discord, because everybody in Discord's answering okay. each other's questions, he says, uh, I bought several properties from agents and brokers, and the mm-hmm. situation was one or a combination of the following. Yeah. They're, this is what Jill said all the way through and through. Yeah. They're not land people, and they don't understand the value of the land that they owned, number yeah. one. Number two, uh, they lived a long distance away, so they might not be licensed uh, in that state. They inherited the property, uh, so no real cash basis. Um, they had a life situation where they needed cash fast. Well, that's the definition, of a, that's the well, definition doing... of a real estate agent. That's the definition of a real estate agent. The most inconsistent income there ever was. Mm-hmm. They had the need to simplify their life and, and they wanted the property gone. So my way to identify this situation is that I know classic cars pretty well. And I can't count the number of times that I've let cargo or cars go for a price as a seller uh just because it was a lot more convenient and for way less than it was worth just like you know i got this buyer he's got cash in his hand yeah i'm probably taking a ten thousand dollar hit but it'll be gone tomorrow and i can go buy the next car Mm -hmm.
1: usually that's not the case you hang on to it because you want it you know the value and you do it the right way but understood yeah thank you
0: today's topic five ways to seriously increase your, the value of your land, this is the meat of the show. Jill and I uh, individually did a list of five. I haven't seen her list, she hasn't seen mine. I can't wait to see, Jill goes first.
1: Okay, I love this. Uh, Jack told me to do this Dave Letterman style. So I'm gonna give you five, four, three, two, one. So here's the scenario, you bought this property, it's great, you're ready to post it for sale and you're sitting here thinking about, huh, What are some ways? I know already. I bought it, right? So I know I'm going to make X amount on it. I I already know that. I know what the market's like in this area. But what are what are the top five ways I can really hit this home in selling this property? So mine are number five: make a few phone calls (laughs) to know what. Why is that so funny?
0: I I detect the sarcasm already.
1: People don't do this. Okay, this these are. These could be duh for some of you, but for others they're like, oh, that's good. So seriously, make a few phone calls to know what's possible. People don't do this, you'd be surprised. Make, call the county, cause and the guy you bought it from, Probably doesn't know that it's mobile friendly. The guy you bought it from didn't even realize how close it is to X, or and the guy you you bought it from didn't know that you could put an RV on there indefinitely. I mean, there's all kinds of little things as they come up. We're talking about them. That that a few simple phone calls you can find out. You know, a local real estate agent might be able to give you some insight to what's going on in the agent if in the area if you haven't you know uncovered them on your own already. So that's my number five number four ways to increase your land value when you're going to sell it have a sweet video of the property the drive up to it the quaint little town nearby here's what it looks like as you're rolling up here's what the path is like so when you're coming up you know what kind of car to bring by the way to check out the property that you're gonna buy then everybody knows and they and they will they'll remember that by the way when they Either they buy it sight unseen, and they love it, and they know it, and then when they drive up to it, they know what it looks like, and they're like, oh, I remember I remember seeing that mailbox on the corner, or that sign, or that beautiful tree, or that pond, fill in the blank. Number three, put a shed or something cool wow, on
0: ours it. Are, ours are really similar. Are they really? Yeah. Okay,
1: good, I can't wait. Put a shed or something unique on it that's cheap, inexpensive, Maybe even buy a used shed off Craigslist and just have it hauled over there. Find something on Craigslist in the area that you say, hey, for an extra hundred bucks, will you put it over here? And they'll be like, yeah, because my wife wants it out of my, off the lawn. I got to get rid of this. Done, done, and done. Number two of my top five ways to increase land value, have it accurate. Let me stress this. <laughs> accurate and great title and description of the property and the area. So for example, in the title it should say something like I want I want the I want the size of it, I want the money and I want what's great about it. Like 5 acres near X waterfall only $28,000. Something like that. So I know right away what it is and I and I I what I'm looking for. This is the property. And then, my number one way to increase your land value um, after you buy it and you're posting it to sell, and again, I see so many people doing this wrong, is an awesome lead photo. I need the fall out of your chair wow factor. And if it's not a good day for your photographer, send them back. Because you know what? The extra $200 you spend have them go back on the beautiful sunny day or to get the sunrise or the sunset and the the dew on the trees you think i'm kidding i'm not because that tells a story just think about it when you scroll down zillow land watch wherever you're looking at property for sale and just kind of getting an idea of what other people are doing there's going to be something that jumps out at you like whoa that looks that's gorgeous you know that guy i, I kind of want to buy that and keep that for myself it needs to have that uh, that wow factor so that's my list
0: when you go out on the internet and you take a look at other people's land that's for sale around the property that you're about to purchase or uh, have already purchased it's boring yeah they're all the same the postings are all the same uh there's a shot if you're lucky there's a non-google earth shot there's an actual in-person shot standing on the road or close to the property but you can't tell the difference between that property or any other property that's listed in that area with very, very few ex- exceptions. So, your whole goal is to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. So, here's my five, five ways to do that. I think it- You know, what Jill's talking about is building a use case. All right. My number five is put a shed on it. And this mm-hmm. is my least favorite thing to do. We've only done it a few times. It always works. Mm-hmm. But it, that's very property specific. If it's heavily treated or there's no real clearing, there's all kinds of stuff. So, it's only very specific situations where that, that works, but it separates you from all those other listings. Jill talked about building a use case and telling a story. Um, that Those fall into uh, my number uh, two, which I'll get there in a second. Number four for me is um, send out neighbor letters. Look, when I started sat down and got and literally, uh, Jill and I were on vacation, got a pad of paper out and a pen and started writing down thoughts about Land Academy, This is long before I ever brought it to jail to like, hey, maybe we should teach this. You know, we were already very successfully buying and selling land. What they tell you in these books, you know, hey, I want to start a company. What do I do first? They sit down with a a pad of paper and a a pen and and you write until you have like a couple of sentences about what the company is going to be all about and stop there. So what's Land Academy about? Well, it's about it's about this topic. Strangely enough, it's whatever, seven years later. It's this topic, you're, you, how do you create equity in a piece of property that you're about to buy? Mm-hmm. That's Indeed. what this question really is. We're not here because it's cool. I mean, it is kind of cool, I think. Not this show, this show's not cool at all. But I mean buying and selling land. Mm-hmm. So we're here to create equity. So putting a shed on it, you're gonna create some equity, very inexpensive way to separate yourself, create some equity. Number two, send uh, number four, send out letter uh, neighbor letters. There's overwhelming statistics from all kinds of sources that say people who live close to the property are probably the ones who are gonna buy it. That goes for houses and office buildings and all of it. You know, and all kinds of special use property. We used, I used to buy and sell nursing homes, and, and the first thing I would do is call the people who own nursing homes in the same town and say, hey, do you want another one? And it almost always worked. The same is here, uh, the same situation is here. Number three is put a freaking sign on it. The day that you close or that you know it's gonna close, have your photographer or whoever's gonna go out there to shoot it or, or however you deal with it, even a neighbor, put a sign up that says, hey, this is for sale now, call this number. Not for sale and complicate at all, just for sale by owner, here's the number. And every time we've done that, you sell it in the first week. Or something's wrong and you you've gotta figure it out, which is easily solvable. Number two, and Jill's several. Number two for me is market it better. It, and it's real easy to go. All you ever see on online with regular postings is, look at this great property. It's one point three two dreamy acres uh, over here that you know is is great and you're gonna love it. Instead of saying. This property is suited for RV living for 30 days, uh, the first 30 days of whatever the rules are. So you're building a use case. There's so many great ways in telling a story. You should build a use case and tell a story in every description for your property. It's super, super important and not a lot enough people do it. And if you have a real estate agent, you can't count on them to do it at all. They're not gonna do it right, I can tell you right now. I've never met a real, licensed real estate agent who markets, markets property correctly, ever in how many years have I been doing this? Number one, buy it cheaper. That's the best way to create value when you're buying and selling land.
1: That's awesome. You know, this is a good show because I think we covered two different things, not just increasing value, but also speed. Because some of your things trip into speed of sales.
0: You know what we didn't say, Mm -hmm. either one of us, and we didn't uh, compare notes before? Put drill a well. Oh yeah. Install a septic clear the property oh, yeah. all this uh location um physical presence stuff that you can do that's for contractors that's right. not that's not for you unless you're a contractor then maybe it's real cheap for you and easy to do that and you've got a bobcat in your backyard uh ready to go yeah. then i think that's good for you that might be how you use uh, land academy but but for me and i know for her if i leave my desk i start to lose money so these are things almost all of them if not they're all, they are all Achievable at your desk.
1: Happy you could join us today, five days a week. You can find us here on The Land Academy Show.
0: Tomorrow the episode on The Land Academy Show is how money works in your land business. You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: What's that about tomorrow? How money works in your land business? Can you give me a little insight? Sure. I know how it works in my home.
0: Yeah, well it's the (laughs) same way, it's the same way. All right. Uh, only it's, you know, there's a commercial version of managing money and then there's a household version and pretty much nothing in between. And this is the commercial version and it has to do with speed and velocity. Uh, velocity And it has absolutely nothing to do with managing cash, which I think the mm-hmm. vast majority of people personally and professionally uh, make mistakes on.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, happy you could join us today, or, or thank you for tuning in, both of them. <laughs> 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 I got a little, I got a little garble there because I have a, I have a sticky thing I'm, right, I'm uh, announcing right now. We have just a few days to go, and then Land Academy enrollment is reopening. So you heard it here. I think I leaked it a little bit last week. I'm leaking it now, then telling you it's coming up quick. So, how are you going to get notified? get on our email list so go to landacademy.com download the ebook that's going to tell you all about this anyway and if you have the ebook uh you're on our email list and you will know because it's coming up soon and i by the way i have a holiday special coming at you so watch for that
0: we, we are, are jack and in jail. jill information and inspiration to buy undervalued property out